This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. If the Yankees do finish last, I find it hard to believe that Aaron Boone will be back. Gordon, were you surprised when you heard that? Uh, no, I mean, it feels like it's kind of trending in that direction. You would have to think that somebody's going to have to pay the price, mm-hmm. whether it's right or wrong. If the Yankees finish in last place, forget about not making the playoffs. If they finish under 500, wow. they've not finished that low in 30 years. So, yes, somebody would have to pay the price. So it does not shock me, but it is still kind of jarring to hear that there's the possibility that it could be Aaron Boone that goes. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Talking a lot of the Yankees who lose again, Gordon. This is not the way. I know you're in it, but this is not the way to try to get to the postseason. They continue to struggle. You heard uh, excerpts from Bob Clapper. She was on the Michael K. Show today giving us the insight and the thoughts of from his you know, from his sources about what's going on in that uh, Yankee front office. And I'm just saying, Gordon, it's not getting better. Something's got to no. change. No, Something's it's getting worse. And, and I don't know. And there's nothing that can change because you can't change the players. And that's yeah. the issue. It almost feels like the fact that they did nothing at the trade deadline sent a message to the team, the players on the team now, that the, the organization does not believe in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just simply saying it's on our guys to go out there and do it did not – did not work <laughs> right. clearly because since then it feels like they've gotten worse. They're trending in the wrong direction rather than like you feel like, Oh, they might start putting things together. They, they're losing to the white Sox uh, two out yeah. of three. I mean, that's, that's a, about as good a statement as you can have right there. Yep. It is. It is. Uh, let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, you're next on 98.7. Hey, good evening. JD, Larry is a shout out to the company and, <laughs> Definitely wanted to, you know, check out, um, chime in on a few things. Good to see that Gordon is, you know, not, you know, still healthy and, you know, not, you know, putting himself in danger with, with the, you know, what is it? The wasp, wasp, the wasp, wasp situation. Yes. yes. The wasp yeah. nest. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. And as far as for the Yankees, I, I, um, I, 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 here's the thing, you know, uh, you know, just to be funny, analytics say putting a starter in the second inning worked because it worked with Domingo Herman, right? <laughs> well, other teams have been able to do. You know, the Rays oh, are God. able to do it, uh, things like that, and it works fine. I, I don't really understand the the Yankees' point of like, did they do anything else to try to fix Severino for this start? Like, what else has he been working on? Because simply bringing him in in the second inning, <laughs> that was not that that didn't do anything. And it made no, no it, sense to to have him start the second inning. You really should have had him. You want if you're using an opener, the point is is to get the the tough at bats out of the way with a reliever to come in there and throw gas, mm-hmm. and then wherever the soft spot is in the lineup, that's where you put bring in the starter. That's not what they exactly. did. They brought Severino into the heart of the White Sox order and. <laughs> he makes no, everybody exactly. look like so, the heart of the order, I guess. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. So here's the thing. So uh, I, I was shocked to see it, and, you know, um, I was just like, hey, it is what it is. But um, I, 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 to answer your question, and I don't mean to, like, defend Cashman, because Cashman has done a horrific job this year, and I don't think that this was a great job by him. But there, it, it, it is a situation where I'm just like, if I'm a, 
you know, owner of, of a, you know, business. And I see a situation where I know one guy has a proven track record, even though it was a long time ago, it was still, it's still a proven track record. And he does have the ability to change and be able to try to, you know, do something. And if I'm on the hook for three more years, I might as well see it out rather than the other guy who has no proven track record was kind of unqualified before he got before he got the position and has kind of regressed the team o- o- overall because we can't just ignore all those hundred win seasons that just ended in in in, in, a, in epic flameouts in, in playoff fashion where we're, we're we're no closer. So that's just kind of my view on it. It, it. it it is what it is, but you know. And I also think that the only reason that Hal wants to make the change is because I think he's fine with not making the playoffs. It's the fact that he's finishing in last place is the embarrassment, and that's where 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 he he's going to be annoyed with. I hear you, Jose. Thanks for the phone call. But Gordon, isn't there a point in time when Hal Steinbrenner says, "How come my money is not being spent the right way? Like I'm spending the money. It's not like he's not. It's not a Wilpon situation here where we got to go out and nickel and dime them." Okay, he and and I get it. He's not spending money the way his dad spent money, uh, but Gordon, he's, it's not like he's pinching pennies over there either. Nope. I mean, if Steve Cohen did not buy the Mets, the Yankees would have the highest payroll in the sport this year. At some point, you would think, right? For no other reason. Wait a second. It would be one thing if the Yankees had this bad season that was just it was unforeseen. Yeah, this is what we kind of we didn't have real high hopes for the season because they nope. didn't make any changes. Nope. And and it's not like the other parts of the organization are in great shape. Like the minor league system is. It's not like the Yankees are cranking out minor leaguers left and right. No, it just they it aren't. feels like uh, the fact that it's like not even on the table mm-hmm. that Brian Cashman could lose his job because again, there's a long way to go, and if it keeps trending in the direction that it's trending, forget about the playoffs. Forget about last place. They could finish under 500 with wow. the second highest payroll in the sport. Mm. Man. And they knew it going in because they never made any changes with what it was last year. I mean, the main problem last year was the offense. It was kind of covered up because Aaron Judge had this magical, incredible season for the ages. Mm-hmm. And um, they decided to, to let it ride. Let's, let's let it ride. And we're seeing yeah. how that warned out. Yeah, hasn't worked out. Tommy's in Connecticut. What's up, Tommy? Hey, so I, we can't overlook that they actually did make one change. They did not re-sign Benintendi, who actually would have been a very, very functional left fielder. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with that. I, I, I want to find out what the Benintendi – I think it was five years uh, what his contract was. It was like 15, 16 – yeah, five years, $75 million for that guy. I, that's just putting what, more what, what bad contracts though, on the books. Six Look, for 162 for Carlos Rodon. You know what the most sickening thing, Tommy, is about that uh, the contract for Rodon? That's the exact contract number that Freddie Freeman got. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. How much, would have, how much better <laughs> off would the Yankees have been if they had gotten Freddie Freeman when they had the chance? Mm-hmm. Judge well, and Freeman? Absolute, oh. absolute nightmare fuel for me there. He plays all the time, Freeman. Oh, right. Absolutely. All the time. But uh, so it, it just team. First of all, they're done. So I'm I'm not losing sleep over it anymore. 
this Severino uh, plan, I guess you could call it that. Either let him start or or just don't pitch him. Like, I don't understand pitching Hamilton for one inning and then it, Severino admitted he felt like the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball and his ERA, uh, you know, kind of goes along him. with that. <laughs> yeah, the, num- the numbers back it up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just It's just disgusting. And also, I would, I would say uh, poison ivy between the fingers is probably the worst spot. Oh, yeah, that's bad. That's a good one, Tommy. Thanks for the phone call. You're making me feel a little better. That I, you know, that I'm you don't not have it in between the fingers, right? No, 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 no. All no, right, no. it's it's in the no. Ooh, that would be ooh, that would be bad. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? My guys, is the store open? Is customer service open? <laughs> yep, we're here. <laughs> All right, because I got a couple of receipts. I want to cash in. <laughs> First one, I, I, it was about two years ago, maybe two years, a couple of months ago. I called you guys, and I said, listen. You know, Brian Steinbrenner, he's a problem, but he's not the number one problem. And I said, uh, Aaron Boone, you know, obviously he had no managerial experience, but, you know, he's a puppet, a pawn, and he's actually not the problem. Both of them are derivatives of the main problem, the root source, Hal Steinbrenner. So then, you know, the cornball from Washingtonville calls in and says, hey, Buddha doesn't know what he's talking about. He should talk, talk. He should talk about basketball. I just want to cash that receipt in after <laughs> Mr. Clappage puts that report out that uh, <laughs> Brian Steinbrenner's not going anywhere. Your problem starts, well, yours, mine, and whoever else moves for this team, with Hal Steinbrenner. And, you know, listen, he's turning over a net profit. There's a lot of similarities between the Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, a lot of, lot, lot of uh, winning seasons, uh, two different styles of owner, same results, and, uh, you know, trying to sell people on, on, on the fact that all of the problems are everybody underneath it. It's Dak Prescott, it's Mike McCarthy, <laughs> it's, uh, what was the redhead guy's name? <laughs> he used to be the backup quarterback to Jason Andrew Garrett. Garrett. It was him. <laughs> you know, now it's Boone. Now he's a sacrificial lamb, and I'm not saying he shouldn't go. I mean, but, you know, uh, Dan Grosser said it early. I mean, can it be a package deal? What the <laughs> hell is the point yeah. of getting rid of Aaron Boone? What You tell me what manager worth his salt that's going to be able to do something with this team is going to work underneath Brian Steinbrenner and his group of accountants and mathematicians. Who? You're going to get the same guy like Aaron Boone, and you're going to get the same results.
until I get a head coaching job. Oh, I'm going to stay there. Because now you come here to this team and this thing falls apart. Oh, you might not even get an offensive coordinator. You might be a running backs coach again. And, you, yeah. you know, now you're looking over your shoulder. You know, Ron Rivera's looking over his shoulder. Let, let, let me explain. Uh, 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 like Ricky Ricardo said, let me explain something to you. These owners have decided that running backs are going to make such and such money. These owners have decided that if you sit out or you sit in, you heard what Jerry Jones said about uh, Zach Martin, we'll move on without him. So Eric B., for president, do you not think they've already sat down and discussed you're not going to be a head coach in this league? Why in the hell would you take let them play you like this? You come here to Washington for with a quarterback that, let's be honest, sucks. You understand what I'm saying? And the offense is putrid. You got one or two pieces there. And you you, you thought that they were gonna this was gonna be a springboard for you to get a head coaching job? I tell you, you know, what, Buddha. When I see him I, I, I can't, yo, I can't. I tell you, Buddha, <laughs> thanks for the phone call. It's it's it was a tough situation for him. I guess he felt he needed to go. I'm with you. Gordon, I'm riding with Patrick Mahomes. You got to shove me out the door. <laughs> right. And if the if the head coaching job never comes, okay, fine. I'm uh, good. I'm, I'm going to stick with this guy. Yeah. Because yeah. he's going to make me look good whatever I play, whatever yeah. I call. I, I don't know what he was thinking taking that job in that organization. Not Washington. That, that, that's, that's a complete teardown, it looks like. No question about it. No question about it. More calls. And, Gordon, what – how did I get in? How did I get on the lips of the I morning theory, show this morning? Larry, I have a theory. All right, we'll we'll figure this out next on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety eight point seven ESPN. All right, Gordon, give, give me your theory first before we delve into this Rothenberg uh, against me situation here. Well, here's the thing. Yes, that show, for whatever reason. They just love to pick fights with everybody. They pick fights with everybody on the show. That's what they do. Dave yes, fights they do. with Rick. Yes. They fight with Santiago. They pick yes. on RJ. Mm-hmm. And at some point, maybe they've gotten tired of fighting against each other. So every once in a while, they got to strike out at somebody else. And if, they, and if you give them any reason to strike out, well, they're looking, they're looking for some fresh meat. They're tired of picking all the same fights all the time. So it just so happens somebody mentions your name, somebody plays a cut of you saying something from who knows when, mm-hmm. and then we're off to the races. So, so what you're saying is this is just like the Jets now, instead of beating up on themselves, are now fighting against Carolina. Exactly. Yeah, okay. that, that's just what they do. They just pick fights everywhere okay. they go. All right. They, they so, go on the K show. They're picking fights with yeah, them. They're picking fights on. with people here. Yeah. Barton Hahn, I'm sure they've picked fights. They pick fights with everybody. That's what they do. Okay. Well, th- let's, uh, let's go that somehow I got pulled into something about Dave Rothenberg because I said he was smug. Uh, hit, hit this, Harvey. Let me see what's going on here. I just received some startling information. Which is? If you knew who said to Raymond that you were smug. Yeah, I have it too now. <laughs> this would trouble you. I know who it is. There's not one person at the station that doesn't like this give guy. Me, give me one guess, I say it, you guys admit it. Mason Ray, G- I get one guess, yeah. I say it, and you say yes or no. And we move right on. Oh, If I get it right, you Yes, we'll tell it. you. Larry Hardesty. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
that's fine. That's, again, that's uh, tough. Again, Larry is an excellent judge of character. Oh, so. Great judge of character. So, and, and you know what? He's a great man. If, if he thinks I'm smug, then it just shows there's a flaw within Larry. So the la- it's a Larry issue. It's a Larry issue. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see what now Santiago's involved in this. Gordon, let me hear what Ray had to say about this. I think it was uh, around the time I was producing one or both of you. Uh-huh. And Larry had listened to one of your interactions with me on air. Okay. One, of your, one of your very nasty, nasty well, interactions. I'm sure it wasn't nasty. I'm and, sure he said, and, and he says, up. like, oh, you know, you, you do a great job when Rothenberg brings you in. And, and he followed up. is like, but. Dave, he is just so smug. So, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't told to Raymond in confidence. It was just, it's fact. So he just he just said in passing, like, oh, he's just so smug. Yeah, more or less. All right, great. That's really nice. I know I'm not well-liked at the station. That's I can live with that. So let's set the record and, straight. And you here. see what Santiago did there. Yes. They're used to fighting with each other. Santiago saw the chance to get Dave to fight with somebody else. Yes. And just threw the softball, just threw the chum in the water, and look at that. It worked like a charm. Wow, what a shock. And, and he, Gordon, can I tell you something? This hurts a little bit. Really? It does. It hurts a little bit. Because here I am giving Ray a compliment. Right. I'm giving Ray a compliment. But th- see, that's Jordan, the thing. I'm standing up they for can Ray. twist anything into something to get a fight oh. started. That's just who they are. But Gordon, I'm standing up for Ray, and Ray would just would just uh, and filed it away. And, and, and Dave, filed it away. Dave has not worked that shift in years. He, he wasn't even. So this happened easily five years ago. It's my, maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe more. I mean, Han did the shift after Dave. Right. And now Dan's done the shift after Han. And, and Carlin. there was Carlin in there. Yes. Yeah, so, longer than five years ago. Yeah. It's longer than five years ago. But he filed that away. He's like the guy in the Twilight Zone who keeps the files on all the people. Yes. Yes. He kept that little piece of information in his, his back pocket, mm-hmm. waited for the time to use it, and look at that. Well, I will say this. Dave and I have gotten closer. Mm-hmm. We're on good standing. We were together at the golf outing a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're good. That was so long ago. And I didn't know Dave as well as I do now. Mm-hmm. But there was another incident where I thought he was a little smug, if I may share it with you. Okay. All right. I was doing a remote. This is even longer. I was doing a remote, and I was listening to his Saturday show. And going on the Saturday show, show, you know, which he does now with Rick on mornings with DPH and Rothenberg, 6 to 10, he mm-hmm. does Stump Rothenberg. Yeah. And so somebody asked him to come within a certain amount to tell how many pimples are on the NBA basketball. Okay. All right. Gordon, he came to within, if they said 50, he hit it by like 20. And I, I remember talking to him. I was like, wow, that was amazing. I was really impressed. You know what he said to me? It's what I do. So that's that that's how I that's how I first thought about it. But I didn't know him then. And then well, shortly well, afterwards, so it's Davis Dave. That's how it is. Davis Dave. Dave but they is they, Dave. they generally say your first impression of somebody is the correct impression. Just say Yeah, that. but 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 you know what? That that sometimes that's true. But most of the time, Gordon, as you learn that person, you mm-hmm. understand there's more right. to him. Okay. There's more to him. So Dave and I are good. 
I did say it. Till Santiago brings up something from 1982 that, you know, oh, just to throw gosh. you under the bus. How could he, how could he, why does he want to mess up with me and Dave? Me and Dave are good. Wow. I'm very disappointed in Ray. You're good with everybody, Larry. Come I'm on, I'm very please. disappointed in Ray. Very disappointed in Ray. Oh. And look, all you need to know is that RJ, even with the baby, he's up all hours of the night listening to every, just he in is. case, just in case he yeah, got something he can file away for I another know. time. Yeah. Never had those problems with the case show. Never had that problem with Barton <laughs> Hahn. Never, never comes up. There's only one show. Well, you know what they always say. Just say my name right. That's all that matters. <laughs> Just say my name right when you say it. <laughs> Check out the guys tomorrow morning here on 987 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. We'll hear from you. Plus, Gordon, we still have to talk about hard knocks. We still have to talk a little bit about uh, Josh Hart. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, answers with Aaron. Oh, God. (laughs) That's now. (laughs) You're listening to ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Take that, Hardesty. (laughs) Take that, Hardesty. That was one. Larry! This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go back to the phones, Gordon, before we talk a little J-E-T-S. Let's do it. Jonathan's in L.A. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how's it going, fellas? And honestly, Larry, I don't know who will mess with you, man. You sound like a really nice gentleman. Come on, they need to relax. He doesn't just sound like a really nice gentleman. He is a really nice gentleman. He is, yeah. Hey, and and uh, if you took a poll at the station, Larry would be would be number one going away. It's not even close. Exactly. And just like Gordon says, those guys just trying to get a fight with anyone. Didn't they got a fight with you, Gordon, last year or something like they, that? They, they fight with ago? everybody. It's it's like it, it, it's oh like a, the, the, the way you know you're on the station is that they fight with you about something. Yeah, well, honestly, guys, after watching this game, it makes me want to get in a fight with them. I am, so, <laughs> I am, guys, I am so fed up with this team. That's it. I have, my hope is gone. I have, mm. I'm 33 years old, and I'm, my head is already filled with gray hairs because of this team. I, I, that's it. I'm done. I, and they could fire boom. They could just do this team. Come on, bases loaded, not one run, dude. It is it's so many mistakes from not doing nothing in the in the off, in the trade deadline, from the, doing these dumb decisions, putting Severino in the second inning. What is this? This is this is rock bottom already, guys. And honestly, I'm done. I really wow. hope and pray to God that this team proves me wrong. And hopefully, Michael K will tell me, "Oh, well, that's it. Bye. We don't need you." Sure. Well, I'm done. I'm completely signing off. And like I said, hopefully they'll prove me wrong, guys. Have a good night, fellas. All right, Jonathan. All right, Jonathan. Gordon, Jonathan is probably the most pot, most optimistic Yankee fan. Generally, yes. Yep. He's he's thrown in the They've towel. broken him. <laughs> Warm down. They broke him down, yep. Wow. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. What's up, Trey? What's up, Larry? What's up, G? What's going on, Trey? I wanted to um first uh shout first shout out to the family. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I, I want to address uh, my man Lonnie in Harlem. Uh Thank, I want to thank him first, you know what I'm saying, for being nice to my dad out of the Sasso game. So I appreciate that, Lonnie. I appreciate mm. that. Um, I see the so I see this this, this uh, little thing is a civil war going on, Larry. So fill, fill me in really quickly. Give me the cliff note version on what's exactly going on right here with the morning show. Real quick. Uh, that's right. I really don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> I really don't know. That's what I thought too. Somehow, because I listen, I, I listen every morning. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I, so I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. I don't think it's a problem. I, I just think that they were trying to gang up on Dave and somebody pulled a, a, a wild card out. And, okay. they, and they threw me under the bus here for something okay. that happened. I mean, Trey, I had hair when this happened. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and, and I'm not, and I would never try to add on because, you know, I, I can I consider Dave a very good friend. I He's love cool. Dave. He's a great we guy. Love, we love Dave. We love Dave. We love Rico, Ray, RJ. Yep. We love them. That, that's that, right. That's, that, 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 I had a great, great time meeting those guys. Great time. Me and Rico cussed like no other for like 15 minutes straight. It was mm. beautiful at the Sasso game. Gordon was being a diva that day, but I ain't going to bring that uh, up. That's, but that was that, that, that's that completely was, uncalled for and uh, <laughs> completely off topic. Can, we, was, can we stay on topic, Trey? You were be, he uh, first was off, being, he was being, I am the last thing of a diva. <laughs> Please, that is the most insulting thing I've ever heard in my life. Gordon is not a diva, Trey. Oh, my God. Listen, listen. Gordon, no, I wanted to come Trey. invite you to come cuss with me and Rico, man, but it didn't look like you wanted to, man, because I couldn't do it in front of my pops. You know, pop, the OG was right there, so I couldn't do it real loud. So me and Rico stepped to the side, and we, we, we had a little cuss fest with Rosenberg. It was nice. Anyway. I took a picture with Dave to add mm -hmm. on to a little bit of his smugness. I took a picture with Dave. The, it's a legendary picture for me because as I'm talking to him, I'm talking to him that I'm going to stump him when I get back to Texas right. for Stump Rothenberg. He's mm -hmm. literally talking through his teeth, through his teeth as my dad is snapping the picture. That's how insane this man is. So I understand what you're saying, Larry, when you just told your story because that, that, that's him. That's who that's he is. Safe. But. But that's why, also why we love Dave. You know yep. what I mean? I yep. Don't ever change. And you know no. Dave ain't going to change he's, no, he's because he's Dave. That's you right. feel me? So I'm going to bridge this gap right now. We got to stop all this. We good. Now, if they want to get it on some basketball stuff or something, they want to get on the court or something and, you know, strain some hamstrings and stuff, we <laughs> can do that. You know what I'm no, saying? No, we can't. But – no, no, we can't. Probably, Larry doesn't have hair. Right he's not. He's not getting it on the basketball no. court. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Well, but we Those days are long gap, gone. Trey. We got, yeah. We, yeah. No. No. No more hatred, long, man. We Trey, let me tell you how gap, Trey, thanks for the phone call. Let me tell you how long ago those days are. They. I haven't played in so long. I am so much better now. Do stories, Gordon? Did I ever? Of course. Was. Yeah. <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> no, I retired. I'm good. I'm good. Now I watch. It's much better. I enjoy more watching Gordon because I don't have twisted ankles and you know sore knees and you know all these things. It's just you. You just when you do it, you just try to get through it. Yes. Like the Sasso game, I just try to get through it without any injuries. Is it? I just I want to make sure that I'm not. I didn't hurt anything. I didn't fall down. Yep. I didn't embarrass myself. Yeah. Yeah, because it's irreparable damage. It's irreversible oh, you, now. You never live it down. <laughs> Ever. 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 Um. Uh, Speaking of not living things down, obviously hard knocks last night, Gordon. We knew it. It was the Aaron Rodgers show. Oh my! God. It was all about Aaron Rodgers. Oof. It was it was Aaron Rodgers talking to Liv Schreiber. It was Aaron Rodgers talking to Nathaniel Hackett. It was Aaron Rodgers clapping in the huddles in the meetings. It was the Aaron Rodgers show, and I'm not surprised. And every, they look so happy, Gordon. Everybody's just so happy. Everything is just rolling along. And then we have today was the first inter-squad, well, not inter-squad, but practice. Where joint practice. practice. Joint practice, thank you. Where you're practicing against the team you're going to face. 
And since Aaron Rodgers is not playing on Saturday, they get a chance to watch him in practice. Well, from all accounts, according to Rich Samini, um, the offensive line had some issues today, Gordon. So after practice, Aaron Rodgers was asked, uh, first thing, how are you building O-line chemistry? I honestly think a lot of that's overrated. A lot of that uh, worry about guys playing next to each other. Because when it comes down to it, the center's making calls, I'm making calls, they're making calls between each other. Um, it helps, you know, we had some great ones that played over the years in Green Bay next to each other for a long time, but that's the exception usually. Uh, usual for the NFL is there's going to be multiple starting offensive lineups throughout the year because of injuries or guys they think can play that aren't starting right away. So we'll figure it out. But, you know, there's, there's a few jobs up for grabs for sure. And it'd be nice to see somebody in the next couple of weeks uh, grab one of those. All right, so let's be specific. You got concerns with this offensive line, Aaron? Not really. I mean, you know, with Dwayne, he's going to play. I mean, we got to figure out who the who the first five is going to be. So a lot of guys in competition right now. Seems like they're switching the tackles uh, left and right just about daily with uh, Max and Billy. Just looking for consistency with those guys. Feel like the interior has been a bright spot, pretty consistent for us. Uh, both the first and uh, second group. We just need a little more consistency uh, on the edge. That's a concern to me, Gordon Damer. <laughs> need some more consistency on the edge. Yep. As in those tackles. Well, look, mm-hmm. there are certain storylines surrounding the New York Jets going into the season. Great optimism, but some concerns. Every team, every fan base has concerns about their team going into the season. The Kansas City Chiefs fans right now are, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure that they have, I guess it's if Chris Jones is going to be there by the right. time he's going to end his holdout. Mm-hmm. Every team has concerns. And two of the, the, the main storylines surrounding the Jets – one is the concern about the tackles, mm-hmm. concerns about the offensive line. That showed yep. up today. Yes. And the idea that Aaron Rodgers is the guy running the show with the New York Jets, nothing that happened on hard knocks would dispel that notion. No. He's in charge. He is the guy running the show. I'll be honest with you. It felt like Aaron Rodgers was the guy running the show. It felt like Nathaniel Hackett was the head coach, mm-hmm. and it felt like Robert Sala was the guy running the meeting. Yeah. It, it felt like he was at like a distant third. Now, again, it's a TV show. It doesn't, but it didn't dispel any notions that the guy running the show with the New York Jets is Aaron Rodgers. It was almost like Hackett was the, Rodgers is the starter. Mm-hmm. Zach is the backup. Mm-hmm. Hackett's the coach. Sala's the backup. Yeah. That's the, way, that's the way it came off. It did. That's the way it came off. He gave know? a speech at the beginning of the episode. Yep. And that was about it. <laughs> a couple of chuckles between <laughs> yeah. then. A little yeah. sideline conversation. You know, a little halftime, you know, abbreviated comments. And um, that was about it. That was about it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. I would love to see uh, how they're going to cover today's practice, Gordon, mm-hmm. on Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks next week. Uh, because and how they go cover this game because, uh, you know, I guess that means Zach Wilson will get a little bit more playing time this week. I would think so. Uh, the only thing about the episode that I thought was a little weak was the amount of uh, Leaf Shriver yeah. that was in it. Uh, I thought yes. that you know with all the storylines you have surrounding the Jets and it's the first episode. Mm-hmm. It it felt a little weird to have that much of the guy who's doing the voiceover be in the story. 
He was helicoptered in. Yeah, because uh, when I saw the helicopter, I thought, oh, is this Woody? Is this Joe Namath coming? Like, who's yeah. the guy on the helicopter? Yeah. And it was a bit of a letdown. I'm not going to lie. So what that says to me, Gordon, possibly, uh, was there some things that Hard Knocks shot that they were not allowed to air, so they had to fill some other time? Maybe. And maybe the fact that that Robert Sala was not as prominently featured, maybe I mean, he's been on record as saying he really didn't want to do it, so maybe... Uh-huh. He was not as giving uh, of, of good answers, right? He didn't mm-hmm. feel the need to, to supply material. I don't mm-hmm. know. But we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. Well, it was same bat time, same bat channel. That's right. That's right. And uh, hopefully the O-line plays better tomorrow. Because <laughs> it didn't sound like they had a good day today. It's not good. It's not good, Gordon. That that is that could it's be not good. that could be a problem. But look, Aaron doesn't seem like he's concerned. About oh, it. he's saying that. Yeah, well, we'll see he what is. he said behind closed doors mm. <laughs> when he has his own meeting with Woody and Joe Douglas. Get me an offensive lineman. Get me Zach. I Mar- gave you thirty-five million dollars, right? Can't you find somebody? Call call somebody. Dallas. <laughs> call Zach Martin. He's not doing <laughs> after anything that right practice. Now. Nobody was asking about Dalvin Cook. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. No, they're, they're, they're talking about maybe we need to start six offensive linemen when we go out there and take somebody mm-hmm. out, of, out, of the, out of the coverage, out of the scheme. Maybe that's what we have to do. You know what we have to do next, Gordon? Answers with Aaron. Can I go run into the beehive? Can I go do that? No, 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 no. I think I'd rather go no, swallow no, no, no. the bees. Then. No, 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 no. And you're going to participate tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll do that next on 9870 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. We do it every night on ESPN New York Tonight. We take you to the ballpark for the Mets and Yankees. Gordon, because if you noticed on the rundown, yeah, just, I was... You know, I, was, I think just some more missed execution. Well, Gordon, you, you know... Premature on, Aaron there. Yeah, uh-huh. Gordon, you know it's on the rundown. I was there to mention the Mets once, so I will just uh, mention that they lost tonight. I mean, that they won tonight. I'm so used to them losing. I'm just <laughs> right, forced to have it, right. You know, so uh, we'll head right to the Yankees, who, who lost to the White Sox by the score of 9-2. The conversation was about Luis Severino. Two innings, Gordon, five hits, four runs, all, all earned. Two strikeouts. He threw 48 pitches. 30 for strikes, his ERA, 8.06. 8.06. After the game, Seve was asked, uh, what happened? Was it a lack of execution out there? I mean, yeah, of course, a little bit, you know, just uh, through a hanger to call us there, and he take advantage of that. I know, like, I know my leash is not going to be long, so, you know, I know it's going to be a couple couple innings. So uh, when he was coming to get me, I knew, like, that was a close game. Uh, Sevi, what can you do to get better? I'm not sure, but right now, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do anything to get better. Uh, you know, this is being the bullpen. Uh, I love being a starter, but right now, this year has not been working. Uh, I've been trying my best. I'm going to keep working, keep trying to get better. Like I said before, yes, you know, this thing is trying different ways to get wins, you know, to get me out there, to get me rolling. So hopefully with uh, Blake and, you know, the other guys, uh, I can find something that can kind of help me. Well, one of the things that was supposed to get you better was obviously not starting the game, but bringing you in in the second inning. So 
did you think the plan that plan would work? I mean, every time I go out there, I want everything to work. You know, uh, I think it was a good idea by, you know, whoever took the decision. I know it was money, but I think it was a good idea. Uh, I've been having a lot of troubles in the first inning. They were trying to, you know, just bring me on the second inning to see if that's going to happen. But, you know, it didn't work. I gave up. I had to run home in the first inning again. But like I said, I'm going to keep working, trying to get better. Gordon, I don't know what they do with him. He can't start. You can't possibly bring him in out of the bullpen because it's going to be the first inning when he comes in. I, what do you do with him right now? You can't shut him down because you need him. I mean, wow, what a bad situation. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what, they're do- what they've done has not worked. Uh, what they did tonight certainly did not work. Are they doing anything else? Because it seems know. like he is consistent. He's yeah, consistently bad. horrible every <laughs> single time. There's no fluctuation. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I, I guess you have to have him pitch out of the book. I, I, there's got to be somebody in the minor league. Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito. you got to be able to bring somebody up here. I know Rodon's out. I know uh, Herman's gone. It doesn't help anybody to consent, continually send a guy out there who doesn't give you a chance to win. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. All right. Let's ask Aaron Boone what he saw from Luis Severino tonight. Yeah, just, you know, I think just some more missed execution. Again, you know, Moncada there to start it out. I think trying to go heater looked like down away and, you know, kind of pulls it middle in around thigh high and then kind of left slider up to Grandal that hit the other way. And then and then obviously Kolos got him with the just kind of just kind of rolled it in there a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, you know, you know, obviously tough and Seve's feeling it. How much of a lease do you give him, Skip? Look, we got to win. You know, we got to we got to win. But you know, we're having we're also having a little problem with enough bodies right now. We've had some guys go down, so it's like you know, we gotta we gotta find a way, and and we gotta and, and that means unlocking some people that are going through scuffles. It, and if that doesn't happen on some level, it ain't happening. Like we need to we need to get some guys turned around and, and contributors. You know, so and Savvy's part of that. So what do you do with them now? Put them in the bullpen, start them. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, we got to you know continue to you know discuss all options and, and as well as work you know working alongside them and trying to get them get them right you know because they're you, you still see the glimpses of it in there and but you know we got to keep turning over you know we got to keep keep exploring things. Gordon, did you see any glimpses? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any glimpses. <laughs> you saw any glimpses, Gordon? <laughs> I saw no glimpses, nothing. <laughs> Did you think that he was unlocked going into the night? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he, that was that was his version of Salah's. He's gonna go read a book. He's yep. like he's out of. He doesn't know what to say. He's got no answers. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, <laughs> gonna keep discovering things. Uh, oh yeah, they're real Magellan there. Yeah. Uh, well, it gets worse. Uh, Ian Hamilton, one inning, one strikeout, ten pitches, five for strikes. He was good, Gordon. He was, he was what you wanted. So Aaron, could was Hamilton going to pitch more innings? 
No, because you know we're going with Seve today. I didn't want to get in a situation where I was bringing Seve in in the middle of the inning. So if I was going to, you know, go, you know, so I'm still going to Seve, you know, whether it's the third inning. So I, I just didn't want him to to get in a situation where I'm bringing Seve now into the middle of an inning. You know, I also wanted to keep Hamilton potentially in play for for this option, the the first game potentially in in Miami. So plan was going to go one inning no matter what with him and then, you know, we're going to have to piece it together from there. So this could happen again, Gordon. So maybe against Miami, we'll try it again. Uh, you know, we'll start out with uh, Hamilton and then go to Seve. No? <laughs> At the end of the day, like, does it really matter? If Severino's going to pitch like that, if he's in the second inning, if he's in the fifth inning, he doesn't give you a chance to, to win the game. He doesn't give you a chance to to. to to have a chance. So and and the rest of the bullpen tonight was terrible too. And the offense was bad and the defense was terrible and they ran into some outs on the bases. Other than that though, they're in it to win it, Larry. Yes, of course they are. Um you know what it's time for? Oh, Gordon Damer, it's time for Answers with Aaron. Oh baby, I can't wait. I can't wait. Gordon, the Yankees left six on base. And we're 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position offensively. So, Aaron Boone was asked, what do you think of the at-bats tonight? Oh, he, he always loves the at-bats. And we, we got guys on. We just weren't able to get them in. And we have to figure out a way to be able to get those guys in. But I like the fa- I like some of the at-bats. like what I saw from some guys tonight. Uh, just have to figure out a way to come up with that big hit. And when we get that big hit, it's going to... It's going to really, it's going to like be breaking the dam, Larry. It's, 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 can't wait for that to happen. Aaron Boone, what did you think of the at-bats tonight? I thought the one base is loaded chance where he got the stri- bummer came in, got the strikeout of Cabrera. I actually thought Higgy had the right at bat, you know, against Bummer and that sinker. You don't want to, you, you don't want to get caught trying to pull the ball. That's when you really pull it on the ground. And he smoked it the other way, just right at the second baseman. So I thought he had the right at bat there, but again, just not enough. We gotta get score, man. Yeah, like we gotta, we know it. We're feeling it. You know, it's it's not about, you know, it's great. We're we're getting getting opportunities and creating that, and we gotta continue to do that but we've got to get more consistent at, at breaking through oh you know him so well get more so consistent well. you're pretty consistent in breaking through they don't break through they never break through <laughs> here's the next one gordon aaron boone was asked does this team have a sense of urgency oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> we feel it we the guys in that room feel it we know what's on the line here we got to get it done Aaron Boone, does this team have a sense of urgency? I do, absolutely. You know, it's 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 no fun when you're when you're not just rolling like many of those guys have in in you know throughout their careers. And when it's up and down, win one, lose one, win a couple, lose a couple, you're kind of desperately trying to find that consistency to know that knowing because we know we got to go on a good run, right? And uh, you also have to have a level of professionalism to like have that process and mentality of just kind of every day coming in what you know focusing on on what you got to do and and not getting too emotional about it too like there's and that's a hard balance to strike and one we need to yeah sure good job gordon as always <laughs> you nailed him as you always yeah, do see you tomorrow night my friend i'll be looking for the sequel uh tomorrow oh, don't worry on, there will be a sequel TikTok. one way or another larry there will be a sequel <laughs> all right partner see you tomorrow at seven o'clock
That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We thank you for joining us. Harvey, Julian, thank you very much. Up next, the conversation continues with Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN New York. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.